Okay, here we are at the STEP conference at our pop-up studio of Potster. Uh, pop-up studios go all around the world. We were, we were at the Web Summit, we were at JITEX, uh, we were at a, at a lot of conferences here in the region, and now we are at STEP conference, which is mostly about startups, but also about media. And this is why we have Richard Fitzgerald. Richard, uh, hello and welcome to our pop-up studio. Thanks, Evan. Good to be on the, the, the Potster podcast at STEP conference. Nice to be here. But you did a lot of uh, uh, media work here. You did interviews you did uh, uh, fireside chat moderation you uh, your teams are working around and just to present you uh, to our viewers uh, uh, who you are actually what you do because your oh my god because uh, your work uh, uh, speaks for itself and it's uh, loving dubai yeah loving dubai yeah richard loving dubai i think yeah. everybody would know that uh, yeah. and so on and uh, uh, how long the Loving Dubai exists? Uh, since 2000? Yeah, I think we started in 2015 uh, and at the time media was getting a lot of reach on Facebook and you know there was um, new media channels were opening up a lot mm -hmm. and uh, there weren't that many in the region. There was only the sort of traditional media which were very good and very well established but there weren't that many modern media brands trying to do things like you know whether it's now we're having lots of podcasts and newsletters and just a little bit. Okay. now we're having lots of podcasts and YouTube and vertical video but back then uh, you know the the hot things at the time was kind of BuzzFeed and things like that so we took our cue from that uh, we actually licensed it from a friend of mine in Dublin mm -hmm. uh, and then made it work here like no one had heard of it but we, we saw good reactions in the first month you know we wrote listicles like 23 reasons you need to visit Dubai once before you die and like all these sort of things that just sort of people you know when when I would meet them they would say oh I've seen your website but we didn't tell people what love in Dubai is we just let them we just created viral articles and sometimes promoted those articles and let people read the article so back then it really was really Facebook and and a website uh, blogging but now it's a media powerhouse it, it, I don't yeah. know whether if Dubai problems will complain <laughs> but it is the uh, loving Dubai is uh, uh, really a media powerhouse I would say the digital media yeah. yeah the reach is big like the you know the but you know me, reach and media can be loving Dubai in itself is the tagline is love in your life it's populist mainstream media we talk about communities and people so people send us lots of stories and our love in dubai show in the morning we always have guests on who are either influencers or not known but they're part of what happens here we don't go for the big celebs we don't try and talk about things in the u.s like it's you know it is what it is it's positive about Dubai but it's trying to capture what's happening in Dubai every day and it's grown yeah like the you know we have 16 cities now across the region oh man uh, so there's love in uh, you know there's four and five in Saudi four in UAE but we've even stretched we have three in Pakistan we're in Khartoum in Sudan Muscat Doha Bahrain Cairo so and we have local journalists in all these cities who love where they're from who are doing the same thing and I think that's what's authentic about it yeah, understanding the needs and what pe uh, what people uh, uh, would like to read about and so on I can confirm uh, uh, on my social media channels the most watched videos are, are, are about Dubai living in Dubai starting a company in Dubai finding a job in Dubai how much does it cost living in Dubai and this is I think those are the topics that uh, uh, you're handling but uh, 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 how it was because this is the change podcast and uh, the change officer podcast and we are talking about the change so uh, your change was coming from the agency background uh, to switch to the media which is kind of okay pretty much the same but not the same because now you have a product 
you have an IP of something that is that is growing and that that you can uh, sell and resell and resell and redo and redo and so on and and get the traction of people. There is definitely change. It's not. I'm not the example of someone who moved from you know, legal corporate world to do sort of uh, fitness and to, you know, but but like even you, you know, if you have, if you're doing something for 10, 15 years for clients and you're doing marketing to change your head, how you think about what you do every day. And that was the little shift that I had to, but then there was, there's many nuances to the change of going from, I was regional head of social media for Mindshare. My clients were Nissan, HSBC, you know, the biggest clients in the region. I was. You know, I was managing, uh, you know, 30 people across the region in, in a company of four or 500 people. We, we did big pitches for telcos. We did all this sort of stuff. And then suddenly, um, you know, and when I win a piece of business, it's a retainer. I do content calendars. We commoditized it. We made margins. We had 30 trilingual graduates in Beirut doing community management. We were doing pages from Iraq to Tunisia, all from the one thing. There was lots of problems with it, <laughs> but it made money. And... Um, you know, so I, I, I sort of, you know, and I did that in Ireland and in, in UK and then across the region here. So when I started Love in Dubai, you know, from that first article and from that first month, I knew that we had a product that fit. I knew that we had an audience, uh, but it took me 18 months to sort of leave another startup I was with or, you know, six months and then 18 months to make any money and replace the editor. And at that time, I'd already put $140,000 in. Uh, that I scraped around from friends and stuff, and, and whatever I had savings, and it was that all all that money was gone, right? And to survive, I uh, won a few social media retainers, like Infinity Middle East, Lavaza, a few of those ones, and that was the retainer piece. But I knew that that's not what I wanted to fall into a trap. I wanted to prove that modern media, that local news that digital media could be a viable business, that journalists, when they leave university, don't have to go over to marketing, like talk about change. They don't have to pretend they're journalists and work in PR. They can actually be journalists. And that's, you know, that's really what I tried to prove, that we can, if we can generate an audience, then how can we, in this fragmented media world, how can we uh, be commercial savvy enough to monetize in whatever which way? With Love in Dubai, we did it with native content. We, we put our hosts, into the content and we charge, we guarantee the views. So if it was 5,000 unique views of an article, that's better than getting coverage, right? Like, because exactly. the restaurants would book with us if we show them the analytics, because then they know it's hyper-local, they know it's a certain affluency who reads them in Dubai, and they see the footfall. We don't compete with Facebook, we don't, the difference, but they have performance marketing, lower funnel, CPC things, like all these big tech giants do on advertising. But what they can't do is they can't put a host in a restaurant. There's no creativity with what they can do. It's it's bids, it's CPCs. So we're, we're not we never and Evan, we we never did. Um, uh, Ivan, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, please. We we never uh, did um, uh, the VC thing. We never like Buzzfeed raised that money at a 1.7 billion valuation. We didn't because I learned from the little startup that I joined in between Mindshare and this that. You know, I didn't like being in a company that had burn rates and was spending X dollars a month. I, I, I didn't sit comfortable with, with me. So with Love and Dubai and with Augustus Media, I wanted to make margins each month. Like if I run a restaurant, you know, any given month, it's how much food your chefs can produce versus what, mar what people can 
will, the market will pay for that in any given month. And that's kind of, you know, that's the change that I, that I did. You know, I run it like I did as an agency, but as you, as you point out, it is different because there is IP and you are project-based and you are sort of, you know, you are thinking of the audience as well as your customers. This is, this is it. Uh, you have to gather the audience and then what you do with that audience and, and if you understand their true needs, then you can offer them something that they really need and they, they, can, they can be compliant to the uh, clients uh, uh, you have. On the other, on, on the other hand, uh, uh, just uh, talking about that change, you were on the, uh, uh, in the Mindshare and you were on a, on a, a big position and, and you had a lot of people under you and so on. Uh, and uh, at what point you switched to Loving Dubai? Was it at the point like when it started bringing some revenue or some profit or was it a bit before that and so on was it the I was 32 I'd been working for 10 years I used to have restless nights I'd wake up and say I need to do something you know I need to set up my own business I would feel mm -hmm. this anxiety and uh, I always talked to some people about setting up an agency a real-time agency I used to work with we are social in London like I saw yeah. the global social media agency trend and I thought I want to do that and I never did and I you know but I, I nearly did in Dublin and then I learned with all these agencies and um, all this experience that I got being shouted at by clients and understanding everything and the business side and winning pitches and confidence. I couldn't speak to uh, clients when I was 25, but by 32 I could and my confidence was there. So that was the right time for me to set up an agency, but I didn't set up an agency. And you know what I did was I, there was a supplier in our company. Uh, they were called Brandster and they did AI bot technology for Twitter and I used them for some clients to amplify things and I saw that I saw potential in it so I pitched him that I would join him as MD I did and they raised a lot of money and they kind of petered out and failed but even there I was you know pitching social media agencies like we won the Nikhil Moles a client there you know because I, I wanted to make money for the business like it just didn't I didn't understand this concept of you know, this lifestyle stuff. I just didn't understand it. So that was the transition. Uh, but the same summer that I joined that, I got an NOC from him and I set up Augustus Media and DMCC with Astrolabs. I was at the 10 year anniversary of Astrolabs last night and mm -hmm. we joined in 2015 there. Mm -hmm. Registered Augustus Media, licensed Love in Dubai and, uh, you know, saw that it had potential. So it was a phase. I, I, first of all, I had the soft landing, although it didn't feel soft. I left my high paid job I joined a startup on less money, but I had equity. But I put all my money into the other company. Your equity, yeah. Your yeah, company. Yeah, and then I, I hired two expensive hires before we had any money. And I was paying for them each month. And I was like, I, couldn't, I was suffocating because it was yeah. like it was too much pressure. But uh, I got through it. <laughs> no, no, but, but uh, uh, when we talk about uh, uh, startups, when we talk about uh, 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 entrepreneurship, uh, you said you didn't you didn't want to have a runaway you didn't want to uh, 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 sp spend money you want, always wanted to have this as I said margin and whatnot but definitely you started with some money and this is what uh, I uh, we think that it's, it is I think personally uh, people have to realize you have to have something you know at the beginning it was family and friends as you said you scraped a little bit from here and there and you had something to start with because usually people think oh we will start and then in the second month we will be profitable no you said 18 months it took you to to become you know like uh, I think established. I think even I think it, it depends on your business I think like definitely um, 
we didn't raise any more money since then. Everything is profit. Since then, we reinvest. So that was the only equity that ever left the business. And it wasn't a lot of money for, you know, we did yeah. $7 million gross revenue last year. Like, you know, so, you know, we've grown a lot and we've done it by reinvesting and going step by step. And the, one of the other reasons we haven't raised money is because people don't value the modern media in the way that they do other tech sectors. But going back to the money part, yeah, like sometimes people can open an agency tomorrow and have a client in the service industry. Service industry, exactly. But not in, not in what we were doing. You need to build an audience first, and you can do that on the side, but you need to, but it took me 18 months. No, like we, we built an audience pretty quickly, but it took me 18 months For to monetize on that. Yeah. It took, <laughs> But you have a product now, and I think that is the key. But th this is not the only product you have. You, al you also have a, a platform for uh, uh, video on demand, is it? Uh, exactly, yeah. We, you know, we, we, we position ourselves as a broadcaster, publisher, modern media company, text, audio, and video, uh, you know, uh, in a similar space that you guys are in. And we're just part of that ecosystem. And... You know, what we wanted to do is build our own IP. So love in Dubai and the love in Abu Dhabi, love in Sharjah, love in Cairo, love in Riyadh, love in Jeddah. These are all our IPs, right? And then we thought, okay, well, we're, what's uh, adjacent? So we thought, we don't want to dilute the love and brand. We don't want to do love and food, love and business, love and whatever. Because if we did that, we might get, say we had a really popular Instagram account, love and sports. Mm -hmm. And there was, and we were doing viral stuff in English and sports. Where would our... With that name, where would our audience be? It wouldn't be in the region. It wouldn't be in Dubai. No, uh, like it, it would be in the U.S. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and 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 the thing is, you know, like uh, uh, with the, the background of uh, formatted TV shows and licensed TV shows around the world, what they're actually doing is what you are doing: localizing things. Yes. So uh, you have a different host, you have different approaches, you have different uh, mentality and, and, and the tradition to, to respect and so on. But you have a gamification, which is pretty much the same. As you said, loving Dubai, you cannot uh, work with the people uh, uh, from Dubai to work uh, uh, for Cairo, Egypt. Yes, you can some stuff like programming and, and so on, but the, 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 the soul of the loving Cairo are people in Cairo yeah. understanding uh, what, what is going on there. That's exactly. The, that's and definitely and the what we did with Smashy TV, we thought, okay, streaming is getting bigger, but let's create another IP. And loving is loving your life, as I mentioned. Smashy is for the driven, the dreamers, the doers. It's on the thesis that there's a young cohort in the region who wants economic prosperity. And it goes down with Augustus Media. Our mission is to become the modern media company of choice in the region. So very specifically geographically and very specifically with media formats. Uh, so we thought, well, let's create a brand that suits that. Like loving suits, our media lens for loving is positive. It suits the media guidelines in the region. The location suits the region and Smashy hopefully suits that, you know, why are we streaming at, at Smashy Business at Step? Because there's people like you and entrepreneurs and smart people here. But it led us to other things like the live, the 24-hour linear thing didn't work. So we made Snapchat shows in Saudi. We have massive Snapchat shows on, in Arabic from our Riyadh office with young Saudi creators on Smashy. We have a podcast we have newsletters but we also have the app. how is that going that's that's a uh, kind of uh, is it a marketplace no marketplace it's a video on demand uh, it's video on demand it wasn't going well even uh, to be honest uh, you know we were three years we had nine subscribers we didn't nine. we had nine in, in August after three years wait, wait, wait. and now how much you have we have 450 because we bought a company 
um, okay. that has AI cameras and we stream live from uh, the sports, we have the federation uh, rights for futsal, volleyball mm. and handball and we're starting small. We have aspirations to have the biggest sports in the region. We want Smashy to be the leading sports streaming service plus other content. Um, so we want other content on the platform as well. Uh, so it's, uh, uh, can, I, can you spell it, uh, Smash? Smashy, S-M-A-S-H-I, Smashy. Yes. Smashy, okay, yeah, and I am searching for it and I will install, I will be 451st uh, subscriber to it. Legend, I think, thank you. I think, I think that uh, 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 you, you are kind of a bridge because uh, <laughs> having a background in radio and TV, which is traditional media, they are there still definitely and they will always be there in some uh, manner, but there are a lot, there is a big gap between social media influencers or social media and and then uh, 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 scripted, unscripted uh, uh, content and so on, need the place to be. And social media is not not that, you know, like, so I think that there is a there is a future for smashing. But on the other hand, did you did you uh, thought about uh, getting an investor for smashing? We did at the time. And uh, two years ago, I wanted a couple of million for smashy for people to invest in it. But, uh, you know, the valuations on it and honestly, even I would have had to tell them I'm going to get 10,000 subscribers in a year to raise money, you know, and I didn't. So. Um, you know, another thing is like, yeah, sometimes you need CapEx and OpEx and investment, yeah. but the vision for Augustus Media is a, is a 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 year play. Oh, so yeah. we, we don't necessarily, as soon as we go down the, the move fast and, and taking a lot of money, like people say, hey, if you put $5 million into Smashy, you'll get more subscribers. And I'll go, hey, but in Egypt, our office still doesn't have fiber network and people still don't have 3G in certain parts of Egypt. So how are they going to subscribe? And anyway, they piracy everything. And anyway, and anyway, you know, so, you know, so it's kind of like, I prefer, again, going back to that example of, of Brandster and the startup, it sits more comfortably with me, the, the principles of business. The, the, the making margins and making revenue. And, but also uh, the one of the principles of business, I'm, I'm just saying, I bootstrap my company. I, I, I you know, like, uh, but, but uh, uh, every other venture that I had, it helps when you have people that understand you. It's not about, oh, let's get two million and do something with it. No, it's about getting the people who understand you, who can support you, uh, even on that matter. And one thing that uh, for, 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 for businesses work or doesn't work is, do not invest in long-term invest, uh, long-term investments from your uh, short-term gain or cash flow. Yeah, it will jeopardize the company, and everything is, everything is there. And I, I really, really try to, uh, you know, like uh, uh, feel for people who, who are doing it. And really, this what you do is really, really brave. And uh, uh, but, but for I don't know, like uh, 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 there is this way or there is the other way. But you can I, do both. I love how you do. But I think the, the, the thing is about maturing as a business leader right so you can understand capital injections in different way whether it's share issue share sale or equity so we will you know we've done some debt at the right yeah. time we'll yeah, take yeah. capital exactly, when we exactly, need it but exactly. but i think that the you know me understanding regional sports now i understand that i can get connected tv i understand that i can get subscription but I don't yet fully, honestly understand the economics about the cost of producing this. I understand the cost of producing an Instagram post and the price on Love in Dubai. Love in Dubai, no problem. If I can build an audience, I know yeah. how to monetize yes. it. In any city, I get it. Yeah. I don't fully yet know how streaming and sports in the region 
can make money. I know how I can make money, I don't know how I can make a profit. And for that, I'm not willing to waste more than I'm already wasted. So I need to be disciplined and I need to invest at the right time and figure it out. Amazing advices, uh, Richard. Thank you very much. I think I think uh, there is a lot of topics to, to handle. Uh, let's uh, uh, book uh, one uh, full-blown podcast in our studio and discuss all things uh, Love in Dubai let's and all things uh, smashy. Let's do it. Thank Thanks you very much. Nice Thank meeting you, you Thank Richard. You. Thank you. Thank you.